0: I'm sick of it. I've had enough. I can't take it from these people anymore. If you're in a leadership role, you might have said those same things to yourself or to others around you. You know, you get the same thing over and over and you just get sick of it. Enough is enough. On this episode of Communication on Point podcast, we're going to talk about what do we do when we've had enough and why is it our responsibility to communicate that in an effective, and clear way for the sake of every employee in our organization, every person that we're responsible for. Welcome to Communication on Point. I'm your host, Dean Hefta. This podcast is designed to bring insights and perspectives that help us to be more influential and more effective in whatever position we find ourselves in. Today, we're talking about those times where we've just had enough. Let's get started. That's right, enough is enough. You've had those situations where the employees are bickering about something or there's continual nagging on some topic and you feel like just when you've put it to bed, you've finally put it out of the consciousness of the team, it rears its head again. And you're thinking, oh my goodness, we have to deal with this again? I had this conversation with a coaching client just today. And a situation came up. This entrepreneur, this leader, is dealing with a couple of employees that are being less than mature. And the leader has been patient and understanding and generous in the entire situation. But in our conversation today, he was looking for, how do I approach the situation? And quite frankly, I said, enough is enough. You have to hit this head on and address the behavior with clarity and let both of the individuals know you're done. You're not talking about this and you're not dealing with this kind of bickering and drama anymore. The expectation in the role that these people are in is to be adults and act as adults. And our conversation emboldened him to be able to speak what he was really feeling, he said, "That's exactly what I'm feeling. I, my my fear is that I'm going to come off too harsh, that I'm going to be too direct, that I don't have the words to really say what I need to say." But he said, "I am done. I don't want to have this come up. I don't want to hear about this. I don't want to have other employees mentioning it to me about this issue between the other two. I am done." And I said, that's why you have to be so clear in this communication. So today in this episode, I want to talk about some of the structure that when you find yourself in that situation, whether it's with uh, a family member, uh, an employee, uh, a partner in business, whoever it is, where you've come to that point where it's like <laughs> the, the hints and suggestions and the kind communication just isn't getting through, I've got to get clear. That's what we're going to talk about today is some tools to help us do that without destroying the relationship in the process. So the first thing that is important, if we're going to be able to have this kind of a candid conversation, to be able to share what we're experiencing, our perspective, our expectation, is that we get our head right around the individual that we're talking with, the person that we're experiencing the frustration from. And one of the things that often happens is the behavior that we're dealing with has continued and it's escalated and it's not at us. And we've held this frustration in. We become more and more annoyed, more and more frustrated. And finally, we let loose and it's ugly. We attack. The unfortunate thing is we attack the person. We don't attack the behavior. We don't attack the, the issue at hand. We attack the person. And through that is what gives us now this outcome of a destroyed relationship, disrespect maybe from people when we lose our cool and we fly off the handle. And so the first thing that we have to do when we're dealing with these levels of frustration is to be aware of them, aware of what we're experiencing, what's driving that experience. Is it something that we didn't clarify early on? Is it something we have addressed clearly? Am I, am I the only one thinking this here or, or am I missing something? So getting my perspective right, maybe asking people for counsel that are around me, that understand me, that can give me wise guidance. And then as a part of that, it's getting right with the person that I'm experiencing that frustration with. So one of the key things in being able to have those candid conversations is the ability to separate my frustration from the individual. I'm experiencing their behavior, and that is very closely associated with the individual typically we think of them as one in the same their behavior is the person the reality is that's not the case everybody's operating with what they believe as to be positive intent they believe the things that they are doing are going to give them good results that's why they're doing them they didn't get up in the morning just to make our day miserable and so when i could recognize that the individual has some sort of positive intent behind the things they're saying or doing. And I need to respect that You know, they are people that are valuable and worthwhile and, and ultimately that I care for. If they're on my team, I probably have a level of care and concern and compassion for them. At least as a leader, I should have that care and concern for them. It's part of my responsibility. And so getting straight on that, what is it that I want for this person? And often the frustration builds because we want them to be able to produce at a higher level than they are, to perform at a higher level than they are, because we know what's possible. We know what they're capable of and what they can do. The gap that we experience is between what we're seeing and what we would like to be seeing, and that grows that frustration. So being able to say, this person is valuable to us, that we care about them, that we want them to succeed and we want them to win. And that means that we need to be able to be candid in our perspective about them. And so getting our head right, dealing with our frustration, our angry, and being able to speak clearly to them is how we set the stage to have the conversation. Now, when we're talking with the individual, the first thing we focus on is the behavior that we've seen. And that's key. So we talk about the behavior, what is it that I'm experiencing? What is it that I'm observing? And it's important to be able to separate that from the behavior that I have heard of this secondhand stuff where we get drawn into these drama triangles and people try to put us into this rescuer position. It's really tough to be able to deal with behavior that we have heard of. You're going to be most influential and most impactful By being able to speak to behavior you see, that's the key. If I'm just talking about hearsay, that really is more challenging. They're going to ask questions for clarification. I'm not going to be able to have backup. So you want to be able to deal with things you've seen. And if you haven't seen it directly, then the person who has witnessed it needs to be a part of that conversation. So that's the first thing. Focus on the behavior. For example, there's a difference between I'm frustrated with uh, how late of a person you are. See, I'm, I'm attacking the person for how tardy and late and irresponsible they are, versus I want to address three times this week, you've come in at least 20 minutes late to work. And I want to understand what's going on that's driving that. So as a part of this, there is a level of curiosity and that curiosity helps to keep the dialogue open. Now, maybe we're well past the level of curiosity. It's clear, you've laid it out. Now it isn't about getting curious, it's about getting clear. And so the behavior is, you've been in late three times this week. If it's early on, what's going on? I wanna find out what's going on. If I've already been down that road, it's like, okay. Now, step two, I'm gonna talk about the impact. By you being late three times this week, that's held our work crews back each day by 20 minutes. It's you and four other people on the crew. That means each of those four people are going to be 20 minutes late as well. That means each day that you're late, we're actually losing over an hour and a half of productivity from your crew. And so there's a huge impact that you have on the organization and our client and on your coworkers by being late. So that second thing, I'm going to talk about the impact of the behavior, because if the behavior is just annoying to me, but there's no real impact, it's harder for me to really get that to change. But if there is an impact, and this is important for me to understand before I have the conversation, what's the impact of this behavior? Well, if it's if it's lowering our productivity by an hour and a half of work every day, that is significant. And maybe the person doesn't have that real, realization. They don't understand the impact that it has. So I got to bring that back around. And then I've got to lay out, what do I expect? My expectation is that you are here on time every day. That's the agreement that we need to have. That's the agreement that I have with your coworkers. And that's what I need to see from you. And so I'm laying out, this is what I'm expecting. And as a part of that, you can also lay out, if you're far enough down the road, if that's not something that you can or want to be able to do that's okay but you can't do that here you're going to have to find something else i want you on the team i want you here at eight o'clock every morning on time you're a high performer i have great expectations of what you're able to do see that's another thing is if you believe they're capable of more let them know that and let them know that's why you're communicating this that I'm sharing this with you because I know what you are capable of, and I believe in you. But the behavior of of the late arrivals is just not acceptable here. So I want to take a moment and mention that. You see, as a leader, whether I'm leading a team, leading an organization, whatever it is, one of the responsibilities I have is for the culture of our company. And that culture is things like what gets celebrated, what gets reprimanded, What do we accept here? What do we encourage here? And so if I want to protect my culture, and my culture has an expectation of timeliness, every time that I don't address, I'm using this as an example, people that show up late, I'm now lowering the bar, and I'm removing any ability that I have to address somebody else that comes late. So suddenly now, 20 minutes late is the new standard. So everybody can come 20 minutes late. See, the there is this cascading effect if I don't address these behavioral issues early as the leader. I have that responsibility to the company, to the organization, and to all of the employees. It's the standards that I bring, and that's a part of the culture that I foster as the leader. So when you've gotten to the point where enough is enough, get your head straight about how you value and view the individual and remove the frustration of the behavior from the care and concern of the individual. Be able to speak directly to them. That's the first thing. Then when we have that conversation, focus on the behavior that you've observed that isn't acceptable, that you're done with, you can't have this anymore, and share what the impact of that behavior is. This isn't just a a personal annoyance that I have. There is a serious impact that the organization is experiencing because of this behavior and then connect the expectation that you have instead of that behavior see the key is never never ask somebody to stop doing something unless you're ready to connect to them what you want them to do instead and that's that's the power of great coaching and candid communication when the behavior just can't continue there's challenging conversations to have with people but it's important ones and it, Being able to have them in candid and mature ways is a sign of respect that you have for the people on your team. So when you encounter that situation, I hope you're able to think about how can I break it down into its parts, have a clear, mature conversation, and lay out the expectations that I have moving forward. Hopefully there's something that you'll be able to put to work here in the next um, days or weeks in your life and in your role. I appreciate you taking the time to join me today on this episode of communication on point. I'm your host, Dean Hefta. And if there's any thoughts or things that you'd like to talk about, be sure to send me an email. My address is dean at clarusresults.com, C-L-A-R-U-S results.com. And I look forward to talking to you again next week.